Hey, King. Hey, Beard. Hey, Ultimate Warrior. Hey, Beard. We're here. It's Midwest All-Star Wrestling's You Can't Take It With You. We're at the commentary booth shaped like a table in the haunted balcony. Season 2 finale. Dogs and cats living together. Mass hysteria. Yeah, we can't take the table with us either. It belongs to the mounts. So. Yeah. I don't think I can fit this in my car. Also, don't touch the Klingon masks. Once again, into the abyss, old friends. It's a big night. A lot a, on the line. Yeah. Big night. Uh, let's talk about, we got four matches scheduled. We have one never-ending nightmare talking about the next chapter and what Scott Story will be doing here in MAW in a world without Airwolf. What, what does that mean? I mean, we saw last month at the Mounds, Ultimate Warrior. Well, I'm, I'm just so excited to finally get to hear what Scott Story has had to say for this whole past season, this whole past year where he's been held down and, and held back and been deprived opportunities, his voice has been silenced, and now he can sing full-throated to the M.A.W. faithful, and what a song that's going to be. He's buried the wolf. No more howls. It's all about the, you know, it's a, it's a different style of hunt is on. And my, I'm really curious, what is Scott's story going to hunt next? Because he's already successfully killed Airwolf's M.A.W. career. So what does the never-ending nightmare go after next? I'm not sure, but one of the things that we were talking about before we jumped on here is is who stands to benefit from an MAW without Airwolf besides Scott's story? I, you know, I'm not sure. I really, I, I think the upper echelon of the title picture always would benefit just for the mere fact that a guy who can win the title on any given night at any given opportunity is no longer there. But... I'm not sure otherwise. Uh, that's a great point, King. Scott's story has created a huge gap in the MAW title picture uh, in that upper echelon. There's there's a space for at least one person to move into. And the one thing Scott's story didn't do is secure himself a top spot. No. And is that what he, what he, what he really wants? So I mean, I'm not even sure, Warrior, that he cares about the belt. I mean, perhaps not. But, you know, while he is he's machinating, other people are going to be moving trying to get into that spot that Airwolf leaves behind. And it's going to be interesting to see. It could be anybody. I mean, if we think back to Cottage Grove and we think to, back to kind of him trying to get at Airwolf all of those months, he just seemed to thrive on and live and wallow almost in chaos. Is that all he really cares about? Is that all he really wants to bring to MAW is just to be that agent of change? Uh, maybe. I'm not sure. I mean... We've looked at it, and, and, and certainly the, the top is crowded. Um, we're going to see it in the main event tonight. We're seeing it in the Prospect Cup. Uh, there's a lot of talented wrestlers, the best in the Midwest here at MAW, and, and I really think that there's a lot of opportunities there. But it's not the only spot that we're going to be talking about tonight. We are wrapping up the season, season two here tonight at You Can't Take It With You. Next week at Luck of the Draw, there's going to be a, essentially a kind of random draw tournament to uh, award what we are understanding right now is a title shot. And there are two guys for that, uh, fighting for that last spot on the show tonight, James Tapia, Devon Monroe. I mean, what are your guys' thoughts on, on who has the advantage in that matchup and, uh, you know, having James Tapia back in MAW? Well, I think when we talk about people who could take Airwolf's spot, if you look at James Tapia, if you look at Devon Monroe, you look at the, the potentiality for either one to, in, in one week's time, have a shot in their back pocket at the MAW title. Either one of those could very easily step into those shoes. So this is 
a huge match, larger than the stakes that are even put out there. You know, the interesting thing that, that you, when you think about those two in juxtaposition to one another, Devon Monroe is one of the fastest rising stars you're going to see around. He's not just fast in the ring. It's just he has the overall package, charisma. He, he's got the moves, he, but even more than we've talked about before, like we talked about before, he is so lightning quick. He is aspiring to get and pushing the envelope to be in that upper echelon. That's where James Tapia was before he was injured. Yeah. James Tapia was the guy in everybody's car. He was the, the name on everybody's lips. He was the guy who was setting places on fire. And then an injury took that away from him. And when we saw him show up to Nysons in Savage, Minnesota, all of those months on the shelf, that was a raging fire in his belly. He was there on a mission, and he was there to shut people up and shut Dorado down. And he did that most aggressively. I think this is a moment we're, we're going to see who the next big contender is. Devon Monroe, with that when he got over Dorado and their meeting, has started to, to hit that cusp. He's just on the hill of being in that, that discussion of the next contenders. James Toppy is looking to squash him, and he's looking to be the guy that is back on everybody's lips as the man. Well, we're going to see whose man's... Shows up tonight, James Tapia, Devon Monroe, for that last bite look at the draw. Three big golden opportunities tonight as well. Uh, Sebastian Taylor, Karanoia, winning the tag belts at Grand Slam 2 after Commissioner for the Night, Road Warrior Animal, restarted the match after some shenanigans by Kerosene that embarrassed Re uh, Renaissance Revolution, our one true tag team champions. And now, MAW not clearing Karanoia to defend the belts tonight after a two out of three falls scenario has been announced. Sebastian Taylor, the scene, God bless the kid, decides that he is going to defend the honor of Kerosene solo tonight. Old Sini two belts. <laughs> I mean, I, you, you, you've got to love the, the heart of Sebastian Taylor, the, the guts of Sebastian Taylor, but this isn't the first time he's uh, taken the reins without perhaps clearing everything with his uh, tag team partner uh it's worked out uh very much in their favor but you've got to wonder when either the luck's going to run out or uh, that's going to cause a little more tension than kira scene is able to handle well we we talked about it and my feeling is has been that sebastian taylor in a lot of ways has proven to be the heart of maw um, and Kerosene together, the uh, heart and soul of what's going on um, in that tag team scene. However, it's, it, it's you don't put yourself in a situation where now you are going against the tag team that already has beaten you on multiple times. And run through every other and, yeah, tag team. has really been darn near unstoppable. And you're going to go in against both of them? And it's not even, they weren't, they're not even where they were. Now they're pissed. And not only that, but if you look at the evolution of those two competitors, Renaissance Revolution has just gotten better. Ricky Norn has just gotten smarter. He has just resolved, he's got a better resolve of what he wants to do. His machinations 
far more malicious. Big Baby Kneezes has been sharpening up those Ooh. elbows and knees. Ow. Sebastian Taylor tonight, he has to bring every ounce of who he is to that ring because if he doesn't, he might not just lose the belts. He might not get out of here. When I find myself in times of trouble, Big Baby Kneezes comes to me. Throwing knees of wisdom. Let, Let it knee. Let it knee. Um, uh, we also have... Yeah, when there was uh, only, when the, I was just going to say that, that when there was only one set of knee pads. <laughs> yeah. That was Big That's Baby Kneezes. That was when he was carrying. Yeah. yeah. That's beautiful. Beautiful. We also have six of the best competitors that have come out of the Academy School of Professional Wrestling. The Midwest scene in general. Minnesota products through and through. Um... Six men that are going to enter tonight in a sequence that maybe would be more familiar with the Battle Royal or Royal Rumble, but is based on the points they've accumulated in singles, tag, and triple threat competition. That's the 2019 Prospect Cup finale tonight. Uh, we're really lucky to have Andrew Wilson injured before we even really start. He's going to be here. He's going to be presenting the cup. Uh, if anybody else is doing another Prospect uh, tournament, he should be one of the first people on your list to call. Um, best wishes go out to, to his family, uh, his mom, who's been dealing with some health issues as well. Uh, but the six guys in the ring, from Jerry Allricher, who, who stepped up, defeating Shane Black in a play-in round, to uh, Damon Spriggle, the king of Spriggle style, to Levy Cruz, uh, to BJ Seastrom and the system, and the problem, Paul Verk. Uh, he's got 99 problems, a Verk ain't one. What a night we're going to see tonight. Uh, the first two competitors starting the system, Levy Cruz, the lowest points competitors, and then uh, based on How the many points, points does he have? Zero. Thank you. Zero. Uh, system has two. And then based on points, there will be a one-minute buffer per point coming in. So we'll see Damon Spriggle coming in two minutes later. We'll see Jerry Ulrich another two minutes after that. Two minutes after that, we will see Paul Verk. And then one minute after that, BJ Seastrom, based on their points from this season, or this season, this Seamstrom. Seamstrom. Uh, uh, we we're talking off the podcast a little bit. In the end, it didn't look like it early on, but the big men reigning atop the points and coming in last what kind of advantage do you think that that gives to them i mean i think it's it's a it's a classic advantage in in, in any match that's structured like this in that the later you enter the more likely that some of your competition is going to be gone before you even have to deal with them before you have to even think about how you're going to strategize against them uh, additionally uh the you're fresh you're, you know, the, the people who, are, who remain are, they're tired, they're beat up. That's not something you have to worry about. Interestingly, with the structure of this match, in that this is not an over-the-top elimination match, it's less of a factor, their size is, yeah. is much less of a factor than it would be. And that is an interesting, I think, benefit for uh, the rest of the field. You know, they're not, it's not coming in having to figure out how to get these much larger guys over the top rope. They can pin them, they can submit them. So it's really anyone's game. Yeah. Elimination, pinfall. Who you got tonight, King? I've said from the beginning that BJ Seastrom was my pick. My dark horse was Paul Verk. But I said if you have any wrestling heart whatsoever, that you're rooting for Jerry Ulricher. Yeah. Um, I got to stick with BJ. Yeah. Um, I feel like he's the biggest of big mangs. He's going to be really hard to deal with. He and the system have some weird symbiotic relationship like that uh, 
bird on the back of a rhinoceros <laughs> constantly picking the bugs off. Um, I think that, them teeth. Though I think the real interesting component of this match will be Paul Verk and is his explosiveness and skill level going to be able to cause massive changes in the dynamic of the match. Hey, hey, I have to interrupt you because Big Baby Neezus is up here. Big oh. Baby Neezus, you want to speak at him? Let's let's do this. Let's do this. We were talking about the prospect tournament, but you know, let's let's just talk, let's talk about uh, let's take a step back. Let's talk oh, wow. about these tag team titles. Let's talk about them. I mean, you're going up against Sebastian Taylor. Sebastian Taylor, I mean, okay, so first of all, I'm sorry for what happened at Grand Slam. It was I'm sorry. it was really unfortunate. I agree. Would you go so far as to say miscarriage of justice? Miscarriage of justice is is the low end of where I would go All right. as far as characterizing what happened at Grand Slam 2. Would you call it an atrocity? I would call it an atrocity. Perfect. Yeah. Comparable with genocide or, yeah. you know, other, no, yeah, not other, just, yeah. other atrocities. That's not fair. just yes. an atrocity, but maybe a two-trocity or three-trocity. The atrocity. Yeah. Yeah. Multiple atrocities were committed. Yeah. yeah, like a value pack. Yeah, yeah, value. That's what we bring. He'll turn radio. So Big Baby needs us tonight. You and Ricky Norin, the Renaissance Revolution, looking to retake uh, the titles. Uh, a beautifully orchestrated video again by Hanko Studios. Hanko. Um, really getting in there and uh, and speaking truth to your your quest for gold. And you know it's not it's not to accumulate wealth. It's not some nope. capitalistic sham. Nope. Uh, it's about. Uh, rightful power being in rightful hands. The more wealth we're able to accumulate as superstars yeah. in the uh, Minnesota independent wrestling scene, the more equally distributed that wealth will ultimately be. No doubt. Yeah. Man but, but we are not happy um, that we do not have the goal right now. We, we are not greedy people, but that gold should be rightfully ours. We won the first fall of the match at Grand Slam. It, Animal restarted the match. It was scheduled for one it fall. It was scheduled for one fall. You all heard it. All the stupid fans set it back yeah. like they always do. And uh, that, that Animal just created a second fall. So it's fitting that tonight we have a two out of three falls match. Because no if you want to have multiple falls, let's have multiple falls. Yeah. But uh, but but let's know about it in advance. That, that's what's fair. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, so, so tonight. We, yeah. I mean, as the bastion of brilliance, the Renaissance Revolution, the two smartest men in tag team wrestling mm -hmm. how do you go about knowing you have a singular opponent well that's the thing how smart do we even have to be tonight i mean we 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 beat kerosene numerous times when yeah. karanoia was on the other turnbuckle yeah you, you can go into tonight's match without a carry in the world right it, there will be no kara in yeah. the world yeah. no kara for us oh. only a scene but, only a scene. But does that not worry you at, the, at all, knowing that there's something potentially unpredictable going on there? Well, we did tell Sebastian that he could get any partner he wanted to. We're, we're down with a fair fight. Um, but it's very as, Yeah, yeah, you know. Um, but as of this moment, I am not aware of anybody taking Sebastian up on, up on his offer, up on his request. And I, I don't really blame any of the other MAW superstars because I wouldn't want to team with that green-haired freak either, you know. Well, as we talked about earlier, before you uh, grace us with your presence, mm -hmm. you guys already ran through the division like a hot knife through butter. Correct. Only running into one roadblock. Now, you've only gotten better as a team and as individuals as this has gone on. This feels kind of like you're, you're the, there's chum in the water tonight. 
Is this a get in, we don't get paid by the hour, give us our gold, and we'll move on? Or is this dragging things out and sending a message to everybody else in Minneapolis-St. Paul wrestling? Just don't sign the contract. Well, I can tell you this, Ginger. Um, when, when we won... I keep forgetting you don't believe in King. No the, <laughs> when we won... I, I don't recognize royalty. Yeah. <laughs> when we won the MAW Tag Team titles for the first time, we promised everybody that we would be the only MAW Tag Team champions ever. That's been taken from us. We can't get that back. But we can get the belts back and be the first ever two-time MAW Tag Team champions. And yes, the MAW roster will be put on notice when we do that tonight. So looking at Sebastian Taylor across the ring for you, what is your prediction in the two out of three falls match, and why will it be two to zero Renaissance Revolution getting the tag team titles back? Ricky and I are better than Sebastian. Ricky and I are better than Kerosene. Ricky could beat Sebastian in a singles match. I could beat Sebastian in a singles match. When you team Ricky and I up and put us against Sebastian Taylor, this is going to be easy. Set your timer. Three minutes, maybe five, depending wow. on how much gloating we do in between falls. This is going to be a quick match. We're going to get the belts back, and we're going to go maybe to the library if it's still open. Hey, fair. And yes. if, uh, you know, a as you're, you're departing, we were talking about the Prospect Cup. Is there anybody you have your eye on in the Prospect Cup? Any predictions from Big Baby Nisus on uh, who might be taking home the inaugural uh, MAW Prospect Cup tonight? I, lo I love Paul Verk. Um, he's tall, like me, yeah. um, but not quite as tall, which yeah. I also like. Yeah. Um, so he, he went to India. Did you know that? I yeah. did, yeah. yeah. He, he went to India, and he trained with the Ex great colleague. An excursion. Yes. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, I think that international experience is, is going to give him an edge on the other four opponents. It is four opponents, right? Five. Five, five in total. So yeah. his, his other four opponents tonight. I, I really think that month he spent in India is going to come back in a big way when it comes to the Prospect Cup finals this evening. Well, Thank wow. you very much for Guys, joining thanks us. Thanks so, so much. much for having Always me. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Yeah. Give our best to uh, to Ricardo. It'll be so nice to uh, to see you after the show when I got the belts back. Yeah, let's yeah. Yeah. with the belts, It'll baby. Be great. Excellent. Renaissance Revolution forever. Um, so, uh, gentlemen, we heard Big Baby Nezus' prediction. Your prediction, you know, you talked about BJ Seastrom, Ultimate Warrior. I, I, I still really, really like Jerry Ulricher as the, uh, I, I don't know what he would Spoiler, whatever whatever hackneyed term you want to use. But, you know, it, he has proven throughout the tournament. He was the points leader for quite a while. Yeah. And he has proven throughout the tournament that he can surprise anyone. He has an unorthodox approach to wrestling, an unorthodox moveset that seems to change and adapt from match to match. And I think he has absolutely what it takes to catch everyone off guard in an already chaotic match and, and capitalize to, to win that cup, bring it back to the neighborhood. Beard, what about you? Oh, man. What, what my heart said and what my head says are two totally different things. Um, I think that there is a lot riding on this in terms of the cachet that one of these young competitors is going to have coming out of the tournament. I know that Big Baby Niza said, Paul Verk, I think that that excursion is a huge boon for him going into this, bringing some of that experience back, maybe having some offense that some of these competitors haven't seen before. Um, someone I don't think 
a lot of people have had on their radar. He's had some extraordinary matches, some very near losses, and some big wins outside of the tournament. But Levy Cruz, with that big goose egg, I think has a chip on his shoulder or his carburetor or his uh, oil can or whatever. Um, and I think that I think that he's going to be surprised tonight. I, I would really like to see him reassert himself as having a future in MAW because I think a lot of people, because of his performance in the tournament, have maybe overlooked him. And I think that he has he has a lot of tools. He has some tools that he's still working on, but I think that he has uh, an opportunity here to show people that he's better than his record indicates. He's better than the scoreboard. And, and while that might not bring him to victory, I, I hope that we see him um, we see him have a good chunk tonight. You know the one guy we have not mentioned? It's Damon Spriggle. Yeah. And you want to talk about the one guy out of all six competitors who maybe has one thing that the others don't have, and that's knockout power. Yeah. Um, that could be something that could also change the structure of the match. It, it, I just think we're looking at six six young folks who are really on the cusp of stepping in into their own light and, and really moving forward and it's this is this is their moment to shine yeah absolutely. so it's it's all about who can stand underneath that spotlight and underneath that pressure and get the job done speaking of the spotlight speaking of pressure let's talk about our main event tonight out of the darkness a prophecy fulfilled, Mr. Mr. M.A.W., the Wizard King, whatever you want to call or invite. He is the champion. He issued the challenge at Grand Slam 2 when the young gun decided that he wanted to uh, act like the top gun and, uh, and you know, really kind of try to, to throw down the gauntlet. And he said, hey, let's, let's end this season like we started. The Dark Prophecy in the ring together, uh, exploding tonight, ladder match, triple threat, JDX, Riley Jackson, or invite. I don't think this spotlight could shine any brighter. The the uh, belt is already hanging above the ring ominously. Uh, what are we going to see tonight? What are you guys' expectations for this match as we wrap up season two? And and kind of where do you think uh, whoever your your winner is goes from here? Uh, well, I think I think obviously uh, the the winner of the match tonight is is Mr. MW himself or invite. Uh, he has. Uh, throughout the season been the champion of maw he is not coming here to lose he's defeated both of these competitors in the past i think what we're going to see tonight is as much as the dark prophecy uh opened our season tonight the prophecy the book of the prophecy the story of the dark prophecy closes this is this is the last chance for riley for jdx to have a shot and Mr. M.A.W. So, so, oh, hey, speaking of. So, so one thing we talked about a little bit ago, tonight's the night where it's your head or your heart. Tag team title match, in my heart, wants to go with Sebastian Taylor. My head says he's, he's going to get run by the former tag team champions. Yeah. My, oh, hold up, hold up, hold up. I'm still hold on. I, 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 now, I'll get to you in a second. My, you are the worst human being on the planet. <laughs> my, my heart says Jerry Ulrich in the Prospect Cup, I don't think he has a chance. I think that you're, there's just too much You're wearing purple shade glasses, on. brother. My heart in the, in the main event says Orrin Vite retains. My head says the guy to my right is going oh. to walk away the new MAW champion. Wow. He's yes, not sir. just yes, sir. the young gun anymore. I think with focus and a new mission, 
he is the top gun, and I think he's your next MAW champion. Unfortunately, he is Riley Jackson. The only reason I'm not champion right now is because of Orrin Veidt. If you watch an each and every shot I had at that championship, Orrin Veidt got involved and cost me the match. You're not wrong. I'm not wrong. You watch him back as much as you hate to admit it. I should be champion right now every single time. Heavy Metal Lore, the guy he beat, I had beat until he got involved. And I, like I said, I just gave you your, your, the devil is due. And I think you You're the devil. focused is absolutely the most dangerous man on almost any roster. And I think tonight's the night that you seal the deal. This is my match. The ladder match is my match. I mean, I don't know. You might have to bleep this out. But the last time I was in a ladder match, I kind of stole the show. And every single person was talking about it. Oh, you at Battleground, you didn't just steal the show. You may have stole the year. Yeah. So this is my match, my element. I don't even know why JDX is even in this match. This isn't really his deal. Like, I get or invite the most well-known deathmatch guy in America right now. But I, I have stepped into Orrin Veidt's game. And I've come very, very close to beating him in his own game. JDX just does not belong in this. I mean, the he's, best... the, he's the corporate, corporate champion. The oh. guy everybody wants at the top of their company because of the way he looks. He does dress very well. You oh, have to yeah. Give, yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool. He dresses very well. But maybe I don't dress the best, but when I'm in the ring, I am the best. Oh, no, no, crop tops. They're coming back. Yes. I, I'm the I cream have, of the crop top. I have a crop top on underneath this. It's, it's, I, it's not I, Riley Jackson. I believe it. Just, I believe it. Just heel turn radio, but, you know. That works. That works. Yeah. I, yeah but, so one of the things uh, we had a chance to ask uh, Big Baby Nisus, who was up here, we also talked about the Prospect Cup. I think we've talked actually about that on air with you before. Is there anybody in that prospect cup? I mean, we talked about how you uh, stepped into uh, Orange Shadow, uh, kind of shadowing him, becoming his proche, and now, like you said, kind of making a name for yourself in these ladder matches. Is there anybody that you see, you know, now at the end of the season, looking at those six prospects uh, that you feel could kind of step up out of this prospect cup into, you know, maybe a position that you or JDX, when you stepped in, you know, late in last season and said, hey, we're not here to wait for our turn. We're here to take our turn. I'd like to see the problem Paul Vert take his turn tonight. I really like that big seven-foot-tall bastard. Yes. That seven-foot-tall giant. I'd like to see him just beat up everybody. And that, but, but. Little Levy Cruz, he's kind of an underdog, I think. Yeah, he's got the he's, big goose egg. He's, he's starting out that first. That is true. But. That is true. He's got to start out first, but you know what I mean? He lives in the fast lane. He does. And I, I'd true. really like to see him pull out. Yeah, and, and take the highway to the danger zone. Yeah, Just like the exactly. top gun here. Exactly. So as the, like I said, stepping into this, probably, in my opinion, stepping away as the MAW champion, if you do, who is... That's not an opinion. That's a fact. Who is the number one contender? Who do you look at and say, I'm not waiting for you to tell me who I'm going to defend against first. This is who I'm going to defend against first. Oh. Who, okay, who are you on. calling I, out? I'm not calling out anybody. They need, to, they need to earn it. Like, I have earned it. I started at this company on the freaking pre-show. It's true story. And now I'm the main event. I crawled yeah. my way from the bottom. But and the, now yeah. I'm literally going to climb my way to the top. Yeah, we don't but even have one anymore. You retired the pre-show. You did. Exactly. But the thing that you did, I think, that has got you where you are is you didn't wait. You made matches. You made people. And you made things happen. And that's why now that you've got that focus, who do you go after next? Because you'll have the belt. Who is next? Who's in those crosshairs? Uh, 
like I said, they need to earn it. I'm not going to sit out here and say, ooh, I want to fight you. No. No, they can earn it like I earned it. I start, Like I said, I started at the pre-show, and I'm literally climbing my way to the top tonight. Just like I had to earn it, they need to earn it. So until I see someone worthwhile, then they'll get a shot at the championship. Best of luck tonight, Riley Jackson. A pleasure. I hope Fantastic I hope season. You, hope you guys enjoy the show and enjoy seeing me climb up that ladder and take down that championship. It's real pretty. It matches. Uh, it matches your your color scheme. Yes, it does. Yes, is, it does. And nice. it's gonna look real nice. It's gonna look real nice around my waist. All right. Wow. That was Riley Jackson, the young gun, looking to become the top gun tonight here. Uh, Warrior King put in his uh, his. Uh, no, I put his in pick. My, I put you in my pick. pick. Hey, uh, speaking of. Speaking uh, of. People who are going to retain the MAW championship a tonight. Beautiful rotating door. Welcome, uh, Orn Veit, MAW champion. Hey, hey guys. How are you? I'm, I'm good. Yeah? I'm good, yeah. Huge right. night tonight. Uh, it's just another night for me. You know, it's just another walk in the park. It's another championship to be retained. Yeah. So, uh, Speaking of, your Chewbacca you're, you're, you're style Bandolero so belts right belt, now. Yeah. So many belts. Did you put on 10 pounds of gold? I did. It's very heavy. <laughs> You shouldn't. It's so hard to be me carrying my bag to venues. I bet I have to pay somebody to do it. Nice. What, what's that pay? Because we're looking to pick up something. I got you yeah. guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. I'll give you guys the good brother rates. Oh, nice. Which isn't good for you, but it's <laughs> well, okay. Hey, it's, it's good enough. <laughs> it's a rate. Uh, so Riley Jackson talking a little trash here, saying that he stepped into a venue that you made your own in the ladder match here in MAW and elsewhere. Yeah. Uh, saying that tonight he wants to make it his. He wants to kind of climb that ladder and ascend, take that belt down, and uh, and leave tonight, ending season two, uh, like he jumped in at the end of season one, saying that he's going to take his opportunities and not wait for him. I mean, what do you think about that? That's awesome. Protégé. I yeah? love some chutzpah like that. I, we need more of that in wrestling. Why are more people not around here claiming their stuff? Yeah, I don't know. Come on. Yeah. I mean, someone's claiming their stuff right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's happening. I, I don't know why more people aren't like that, to be honest. I love that little bit of drive. Yeah. I think that's a great thing. I think it's just, you know, he's out here just trying his best. Just trying to be the best Riley Jackson that he can be. Yeah. And I really appreciate that. That's nice. I bet JDX feels the same way. What do you guys think? You think he feels so. the same way? Think he's going to come out of this victorious? Is probably what he thinks. Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah, I think so. I think so. I mean, I think you have to like, go into this match. You don't. You don't walk into a mat ladder match with Orn Vite and Riley Jackson. Yeah, the, the, maybe the D stands for demands what I'm gonna get. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's exactly it. I was what go it for stands for. But you know, nailed it. I mean, is there is there any any way that uh, the D stands for ladder tonight? Yeah, probably. <laughs> no, for sure. It's like it's ladder. like lower. It's like lowercase yeah, like L A and then a capital D. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. How do you go into this like the mindset? We we talked about it a little bit ago that this is a show where it's our heart saying one thing and our head saying something else for almost every other of the top three matches on the on the card. Um, how do you go into it though, as as the competitor in the main event, and think? What, what do I got to do in order to beat the two guys that I was bringing up, that I was fostering you, their growth? You know what's really ironic is right now, as I say this, the man who I beat in the last MAW ladder matches, music is playing, Jacob Savage. Um, I just walk into this knowing I, that, is that I'm guy, great. Is that guy still alive? Yeah. I, I, I don't know where he went. Yeah, I just took him out for IHOP. 
Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. you guys are tagging together? Yeah, we're tagging yeah. together now. Yeah. It's been a while. It's amazing yeah. what throwing Prophecy. each other through ladders <laughs> and jumping off. It, re- it really builds a bond that yeah. you can't measure. You it's know? unbreakable. Yeah. yeah it's, um, no, this for me is just, it's just a match. It's If you go into it thinking it's, it's big stakes, it's a big deal, then you get in your head. But to me, I just wrestled the big Japan champion in the biggest deathmatch tournament in the world. So coming in here and wrestling a ladder match is is easy for me. If I if I put too much stake on this, then you get in your own head. And that's not what I'm here to do. I'm they they say act like you've been there before. And I have been here before and I have been victorious, yeah. so I don't even need to act like I've been here before. The other two men in this match have to act like they've been here before and they haven't. So if they want to step in the ring with one of the most accomplished young deathmatch wrestlers there is in my type of environment, then feel free. But I don't think it ends well for them. Unless their name is underlined and mine isn't, then that would be an issue. <laughs> then, then I would have to have another conversation. Well, I don't think that you can kind of sum it up any better than that. Uh, they say you can't take it with you or invite certainly aiming to. Thanks for coming on. Uh, we'll see you at the end of the night. Oh, thanks, guys. Thanks so much, Warrior. We're, we're still on the right side of history, buddy. Yeah, obviously. Still on the right side of history. Obviously. Beard, you're a jerk. And King, I love you too. <laughs> Good time. Yeah. That was. Can we get JDS hey, on so hey. someone doesn't hate you me? Go fl- you go fly like a condor tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Good call. Like a super thunder condor arrow. <laughs> Woo. All right. This is MAW. You can't take it with you. Season two finale. Uh, you, you can take it with you as long as it's merch. So go down there, spend your money, get some pizza, and we'll see you after the show for the wrap-up. Steal it like it's not nailed down. Uh, I'm the Beard. I'm your King Ginger. And I'm my old Gentlemen, what a first half here at You Can't Take It With You. Uh, an unexpected four matches in the first half, but nonetheless, uh, very welcome. Uh, we kicked things off. Damon's Real came out. Yeah. Talking talking some crap and uh, basically said, hey, you warm up your way, I warm up mine, and I warm up by kicking people in the face. I mean, he sure did. Uh, Shane Black, uh, very game, uh, coming out, accepting the challenge. Uh, but uh, Damon Spurgle making pretty quick work of Shane Black, an impressive showing leading into the Prospect Cup Finals. Hey, guys, he's humble. Yeah. He's humble. He just needs you to know he's the best wrestler here. Yeah. And he's not done. He's still got the Prospect Cup match to yeah. come yet. So he's he out can, there hydrating, walking around, meeting the people. Yeah, he can prove to us once again later tonight that he is the best wrestler here at the Historic Bounce Theater. No doubt. We're here in the Haunted Balcony. MAWs, you can't take it with you. The season two finale. We had three other phenomenal, phenomenal matches. How about James Tapia and Devon Monroe? Wow. Unbelievable. Somehow, 
better than I imagined it to be. And I imagined it would be real good. Yeah, we talked in the pre-show, it being one of our most anticipated matches, you got to go out and just walk into the back and say, follow that after a match like that. Well, on, I think the amazing thing about that entire match is we kind of talked about it in the pre-show. We talked about it a little bit during the match. We kept waiting for James Tapia to hit the bomb yeah. to just to be able to drop one of those big shots and really test Monroe's chin. But Devon was so slick. He, he had a battle plan for everything, and he was just one step ahead the entire match except for the last pinfall. And that's where it just a little bit maybe of experience put James Tapia over the edge. An absolutely phenomenal encounter, and I think it puts James Tapia in the discussion for who does get a shot at whoever comes out of the MAW title match tonight. I think you're right regardless, and good news for James Tapia. That gives him a shot at luck of the draw. He Absolutely. could come out with that title shot in just one week's time. No doubt. We moved on. Scott Story coming out addressing the fans. I, that, there's a fire in that man's soul, and it came out through his mouth tonight. Uh, he let the MAW fans know. He let MAW management know that people have talked a lot of crap about his spot and where he is and what he's done. But yep. he's not waiting around anymore. And then an unexpected uh, plot twist, Leonard Literacy coming out and joining us. Yeah, Leonard Literacy coming out, not appreciating the uh, him talking smack about MAW, challenged him to literal mortal combat, and Scott Story's all, get over here. And... Uh, Man, that was a uh, barn burner. The interesting thing about all that is we had talked to Leonard before, and Leonard has said, I want to move beyond these feuds, these things where I feel like I'm constantly fighting my former friends or fighting my friends, and instead I want to get focused on winning that MAW title or putting myself in the position for it. And that's what he did tonight. Even in a loss, he came out and he challenged. He, he stepped up in weight class, so to speak. And really, I think, while it didn't work out the way he wanted, I think he definitely made it known he's ready to make that jump. Yeah, he's, he's putting that plan into motion. You talked about the challenges he's had with former friends. And tonight, uh, revealing... Perhaps not for the first time, but perhaps most definitively that book club is all of us. There isn't interesting. Hey guys, the Prospect Cup tournament photo is being taken right now, and interesting, just interesting little side notes happening right now. Seeing Paul Verk and BJ Seastrom eyeing each other up, will that play itself out, Warrior? in the Prospect Cup. Well, uh, with BJ Seastrom entering one minute after Paul Burke, it's gonna have to. Damon Spriggle really looking confident, ushering everybody out of his ring. <laughs> We're setting up for a huge second half, but before we start, that tag team title match though. Wow. Sebastian Taylor going it alone, picking up oh, a system. huge win. Pointing at Jerry, telling him he's going to give him the cutthroat. 
<laughs> it is hot and ready for the second half, but it is Mounds Park Sports Bar Pizza downstairs, $3, two for five. Uh, Devon Monroe coming in, making the save. Picking the win up for well, kerosene. Let's move all the way back. No Kara. Yeah, the unspecified reasons. MAW management didn't clear her. She yeah. said she was ready to go. It, which we don't know anything about. MAW management hasn't deemed to tell us. Sebastian Taylor, you know, being that kind of heart and soul of MAW and maybe having guts bigger than brains, Warrior, he took the shot. I mean, he said, I'll, I'll defend against anybody. I mean, it's a, it was a bold move, and he came out on fire, backed it up, captured the first fall against uh, Bill Williams in short order. Quick, quick, quick. Real quick. Renaissance Revolution, though, following right back up just Goes seconds Spear, later. They said uh, it was haunted, baby, and it, I was there for it. On top of that, and Beard, you pointed out on commentary, crowd split. Yeah. Vehement, Much more than we thought. Vehemently split. Well, uh, Renaissance Revolution has, has discussed the injustice yeah. of their uh, title loss. They're the tag team of the people. And, you know, and, and although, uh, you know, Sebastian Taylor was granted the opportunity to find a tag team partner, it will be interesting to hear down the road if uh, he chose Devon Monroe or if Devon Monroe chose him. Well, I think on top of that, we have to look at the fact that is that a tainted victory? Is that another way that the Renaissance Revolution can look at and talk to MAW management and ask for another rematch. I think absolutely that will be the case. You know, Commissioner Brian Sager did come out, clarify that it was above board, it was fine, it stands. Kerosene are still the tag team champions here in MAW, but absolutely Renaissance Revolution can take issue with that, and rightfully so. Rightfully so. The, the, it, Again, we don't know whether Devon Monroe took it upon himself to aid Sebastian Taylor or if this was the plan all along. And what if what if we don't see Kerosene or Kara again? I, I mean, I would love to see Devon Monroe as a, as a tag team champion, the pink and green machine. But Just a, a, a very, very odd confluence of events. But lots of question marks uh, despite a, uh, a definitive take team title holder here at uh, you can't take it with you but uh, that brought us right up to where we are now it's intermission a couple huge matches left we've got the prospect cup finals and that big ladder match the dark prophecy explodes or invite mr maw taking on jdx at riley jackson yeah i like i said my uh man my heart is with mr maw uh, and I know that uh, I know that he has fought a long, hard road to get here. But my my head says this is the night that the protege. He when he left, he was uh, but the student. Now he is the master. Riley Jackson does not lose ladder matches, and tonight I think is his night. I don't know, buddy. I think tonight he's he's going to start. Mister M A W didn't come all this way to uh, leave season two without his rightfully earned MAW championship. Well, gentlemen, we ready for the second half? Se season's greetings from uh, Nick, by the way. Nice. Oh, okay, good. Uh, we'll be back with the Prospect Cup winner, and uh, we'll see who comes out on top in that triple threat ladder match or invite. 
Riley Jackson, JDX. You could have just stopped it or invited. Gentlemen, one last ride. Hey, if you ain't first, you're last. That's right, baby. This is Heel Turn Radio. I'm the Beard. I am your King Ginger. And I'm my own ultimate word. And you can't take it with you unless you buy it at the merch table. way to end the season. Wow. Prospect Cup coming down to the first entry, Levy Cruz, and the last entry, Paul Burke. Uh, by hook, by crook, he's got 99 problems, and uh, Levy Cruz ain't one. I mean, they, they tell you you can't take it with you, but they don't tell you it's because there's nothing left. <laughs> like, uh, those final two matches, the Prospect Cup finals, the MAW Championship, two of the finest matches I have had the, the pleasure to call. Two of the finest matches I've had the pleasure to, to see. Witness, yeah. I, I cannot. It's hard Literally, to put into words how good that from was. from the windows yeah. to the walls. Yeah. Uh, until uh, Riley Jackson makes everyone fall. Uh, as he leaps off the balcony, I, I feel like we're not giving enough uh, well, credit quickly, to the, the Prospect Cup, Cup. but man. The, the Prospect Cup was everything you could hope it could, would be and more. Uh, it was six of the best young talents in Minnesota. Absolutely. All of them giving everything they have. Yeah. Um, now, I thought that up until... The, the presentation of the cup, it was one of the best things I've seen in all of MAW. Um, and then one of the most underhanded yep. things. Paul Verk, you do have a problem, and at some point it will resolve itself. Yeah. You can't treat people that way and get away with it. Um, but, you know, he, he earned that cup. Yeah. He traveled the world to get that cup. No doubt. And when it was there, he took that cup. No doubt. Um, he didn't get distracted. He didn't allow himself to be manipulated. Uh, other people did. Yeah, BJ Seastrom jumping the gun, coming in. Commissioner Brian Sager ordering him to enter the match. Now Paul Verk ended up being the last man yeah, in. Verk that could have been the difference. Perfect, perfectly done. Levy Cruz showed us why... He is so damn good. Well, absolutely. I mean, the, the, the whole season we've been talking about how the Prospect Cup is all about possibility. And Levy Cruz, coming first man out, zero points throughout the course of the Prospect Cup, fights till the very bitter end. Absolutely. Narrowly, narrowly being defeated by Paul Burke. After that, I mean, we were we were 
over the moon with how amazing that was, and then the main event came. It's, it's been a night of people hopefully walking the back and saying, follow that, and every single wrestler on the Midwest All-Star Wrestling roster stepping up and saying, all right, let's do it. And that main event. I, I don't have words for it. I don't, I don't have words for it. We said during commentary that Oren Veidt, when he was putting together his Dark Prophecy, said Riley Jackson is his Dark Prodigy and JDX. Those three men together are one, two, three in Midwest All-Star Wrestling. And tonight, I think that they proved it. You go out there, you put on a match like that, I know absolutely no words. I mean, if, 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 if Oren Veidt, if, if Mr. MAW's purpose, both in... Both throughout his own efforts in the season, through putting the dark prophecy together, if his if his end goal was to ensure a bright future for MAW, he more than accomplished his goal, both through his title reign and especially tonight. No doubt. So, sometimes when you look at something through the lens of history, and I think that's what we'll have to do, we can look at that ladder match in Battleground and it, how absolutely amazing it was. Yeah. This is on par with that. Um, it's a different match. But if you're hearing us talk, you need to watch that match, and you need to watch it more than once. Yeah. Uh, that's three men who had a personal relationship, and that personal relationship crumbled in some different ways, and they had different goals. Yeah. Uh, and, and they had... And those goals were abundantly clear to one another, and it came to a head tonight. And in the end, you know, Riley Jackson, his he his crowning moment, he crowned himself in hubris, and it cost him the belt. Yeah. And I, I think what everyone needs to go back and look at is he gave his body, his spirit, every bit of himself in that match to come up just inches short to a guy he kind of felt like didn't deserve to be there and the guy who wins the belt the guy d stands for deserving jdx you know run out of the dark prophecy kind of run out of maw for a while he went out and made his own way he went out got gold on his own and then came back and the prodigal son returns and he wins the MAW championship from his one of his you know, basically his mentor. Uh, it, it's it was an amazing evening. Amazing um, match after match. It was an absolute pleasure to call, and, and what a way to end season two of Midwest All Star Wrestling. I, I you know Warrior King. Uh, we do these podcasts as the kind of pre show post show. Um, you know we also do it as part of being heel turn radio, but the um, the opportunity to do this together for this season has been one of the high points of my wrestle life, of my real life, and uh, seeing how much every wrestler put in tonight just absolutely guarantees that I will want to come back time and time again to wrestling shows, to be a fan. Uh, whether I'm sitting in the cheap seats or we're sitting up in the haunted balcony or, or elsewhere, it's a it's a really it's a really fortunate position that we are in that we're able to enjoy wrestling 
and enjoy wrestling from this uh, from this vantage point. Yeah, I uh, yeah I, I I couldn't say it better myself, so I won't. Well, no matter what you do, no matter where you go, find wrestling that you enjoy. Yeah. Um, make sure that you are showing appreciation to the amazing men and women who give you their bodies. They are out there performing for you. Tell them thank you. Buy their merchandise. Support them in any way you can because they literally are telling stories and giving you entertainment that can't be duplicated anywhere. And tonight we saw we we saw a a epic story come to a conclusion. Absolutely. Um, so for Heel Turn Radio, it's been a hell of a season. We're looking forward to a summer of hanging out in the crowd with all of our friends, doing a lot of fun stuff, uh, and enjoying pro wrestling as we always do. If you're not having fun, don't do it. And if you're not having fun, go somewhere else and find something that that brings you joy and uh and happiness um i'm the beard i am your king ginger i'm an ultimate warrior we'll see you at the shows gang turns out the thing that you could take with you is the friends you made along the way Uh enjoy tell me what you want what you like it's okay We're cool for the summer.